Welcome back to Twice Upon a Time. This time, Roger and I watched Season 4, Episode 2, White Out. As always, we'll start off with a synopsis. Anna seeks out David, a friend of Kristoff's, when she arrives in the Enchanted Forest. He's about to lose his farm to the warlord, Bo Peep, who is extorting him for money. He's ready to give up, but Anna teaches him how to use a sword and that surviving isn't living. There's more to life. He stands up to Bo Peep to save Anna, saving his farm in the process. Anna then ventures off to find Rumpelstiltskin, whom she thinks her parents were seeking. In Storybrooke, believing her sister to be in town, Elsa erects an ice wall around the entire town so no one can leave. When Emma, Charming, and Hook investigate, Emma gets trapped in the ice wall with Elsa. Emma discovers that Elsa doesn't have villainous intent, but that she can't control her powers. Hook and Charming seek Bo Peep's staff to help them find Anna, but when Emma starts to freeze to death, Harming, Harming, Charming helps Elsa overcome her fears and control her powers, releasing Emma. The staff doesn't lead them to Anna, but they do learn that she's alive and that the heroes vow to help Elsa find Anna. Well, I'm just going to start with what I thought of this episode, and the only thing I wrote was, ugh. I, I knew this day would come. I knew <laughs> that there would be a day where I finally said, Dreamy is not the worst episode I've seen. Oh, really? This is the worst episode we've seen so far, and it's not even close. This is so bad. I do not agree that this episode is worse than Dreamy. It is so much worse I think than that I think that, it, and the only reason I think that is because... There are at least characters that I like. There are characters you like in Dreamy. You love Snow. What happens to Snow in that episode? That's the, I'm pretty sure that is the episode where. Oh, the murder plot is good in that episode. Yeah. And all of the looks that Snow is getting. Like, the thing about Dreamy is that it's bad because the things around it are good, but it's actually objectively a better episode than this. Okay, I'll, I'll accept that. Um,. And yeah, like Snow is really good. And actually, we like Leroy. We just didn't like the backstory. Yeah, of, of yeah, everything. yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. I, Too so, many candles, not enough murder plot. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might hate the Red Room more than you hate Dreamy, to be honest. Like, just that portion. Like, Maybe. Um, there, I think there's one good thing about this episode, and honestly, besides that, the flashback, I think, is dumb. Look, it was kind of funny that Bo Peep is a warlord, but that is a terrible premise. It's that's terrible. Okay, so while we were watching, because I was bored, because this yeah. episode is terrible, um, I looked up the nursery rhyme Bo Peep. Yeah, because I like kind of remember, you know, like Bo Peep lost her sheep and she didn't know where to find them, and then I like couldn't remember anything after that. And it's actually like pretty disgusting. Yeah, so like the sheep are lost and she can't find them, and then she has a dream about them, but she wakes up and she's sad because it was just a dream. And then they come home, but their tails aren't attached. And then she goes and finds their tails just, like, hanging somewhere. Huh. The fuck? Well, that's not really a very pleasing nursery rhyme. It, it, it is not. I mean, a lot of nursery yeah. rhymes are weird. But um, I appreciate... I know that I said in the last episode something that I don't like about this half season is that they actually did nothing to mm-hmm. update Anna and Elsa's characters. And with Bo Peep, they flip it. <laughs> Like they just like the pendulum, like all the way to the other side. Like Bo Peep is a warlord. Okay. Uh, will Humpty Dumpty be showing up next? Uh, maybe. Little Miss Muffet. Yeah. I mean, they, they, there are some characters in which I am simply not interested in, and Bo Peep is one. Well, of them. and nursery rhymes are not the same as fairy tales. Correct. 
Um, and also, I think I would have been fine with Bo, Bo Peep had you had like at least shown her a few times before. Like maybe you show like you know, like oh people know about Bo Peep or she shows up and then all of a sudden. But now I'm just supposed to believe she's just like this random warlord that we just happened to have never heard of before. Yeah, I this is this is a it's a bad it's a bad episode. Oh, do you want to start in the flashback or you want to start present day? Because I don't like either. Like that's the I other like thing. the Storybrooke story better than the flashback. Let's try the flashback. A D minus is better than an F. <laughs> okay, first off, let's just get this out of the way. Anna is awful. Yeah, she's really I bad. literally asked, can we kill her? <laughs> and I think my point is valid. Not because she's necessarily done anything wrong. I just have zero interest in this character. I don't like her talking. I don't like her motivations. Can't stand her. She's just annoying. Yeah, I mean, she's very annoying. And she, it's in the movie, she also similarly talks a lot. And she has kind of this, um, she's like very positive and like hopeful, which mm-hmm. actually is a good fit for a story like this, um, sure. for, for this show, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and it's not even, like, I wouldn't even say that I think the actress is bad. Like, it's not really that. It's like the lines are all terrible. She's really awkward. Like, she can't seem to ever finish a sentence. And it's really annoying. She's not awkward. Like, Archie is awkward in an endearing way. Yeah. She is awkward in a, like, screeching, irritating way. Like, nails on a chalkboard. Like, I just want you to stop talking already. Yeah. And also a lot of, like, the the lines that they gave her. Like, I don't think any actress could have pulled this off well. Like, she makes this obscene, like, proclamation about David about how he must be a coward because he won't fight a warlord by himself. And you're like, how long have you two known each other? Like... What the fuck are you... T- I mean, I know they make wild conclusions about people very quickly, but yeah. this was, like, pushing it way too far. Yeah, I agree. I... Well, and the her whole thing about, like, the secret mission and how she can't keep a secret, it's like, one, why is it a secret mission? Yeah, what, what like, does what David know about you? it? Yeah. Um, and I think, like, I... I barely remembered what the mission was and i watched the show eight times so like maybe they could have done with reminding us what the fuck she's doing yeah i have no idea what she's doing right now yeah and i don't care like truthfully they've done a good job at least of not telling us but i don't care it's like the opposite where like they told us everything and i didn't care now i'm like i don't get i don't i don't give a shit yeah also we talked about this and we debated this that farm is not david's farm that ain't the farm we saw in the Shepherd Boy, and that's not the farm we see. We see his farm another time. Whenever, um... I think it. Yeah, it's it's in the it's in the episode in the beginning of season two, three, two. The beginning of season two when, when his mother so dies. and get married and yeah. Ruth dies. Yeah, yeah. But it's very different looking at that point. Like it's more flat, and there's a road. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I mean it's similar to the moving. Yeah. Actually, I know there's a road because remember when they surround him. Yeah. They're all standing in, like, gravel. I know, I told you. So then what the around. fuck is this, like, hilly countryside that they're know. at? I don't know. Maybe they had to move because Bo Peep took over. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Okay, sure. Um, David's hair is terrible. It's not as terrible as... It's not as terrible as in The Shepherd, but yeah. it's really bad. Um, it's long and flowing. It also doesn't really make him look younger. Like, I actually no. think his other hair, which is worse, did a better job of making I, him I look younger. This just looks like he's going through a bad phase. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, the other thing I really don't like about this episode is the tenuous connection between Anna and David. Yeah. Like, they've, like, tried to make it as if 
he knows someone from Arendelle, which like doesn't really make sense, but fine. Um, and then they try to shoehorn in this lesson and apply it to the Storybrooke story, which is ridiculous. Ham-fisted. Like, surviving isn't living. I, I mean... That is a thread that they've pulled on before. But they could have used the same wording. Like, why do they have to change it? And, like, I don't... I don't know. Because, I, I mean, that is actually almost the point that Hook keeps making to Emma. Like, you can't just go from battle to right. battle. Yeah. Um, and Anna taught him how to sword fight in a day? Yeah. In a day? <laughs> also, that is just like a... I have no problem with someone have t- having taught David how to sword fight. But, like, Anna is not... Is she... A sword fighter in the show in the movie is she expert we- like if this had been the woman from brave okay fine like that makes total sense but like this character isn't some expert swordsman yeah i don't think so i mean she does she says you know i spent a lot of time alone with the like my armies as a kid and like maybe i get it but like there's no way that a character who we've never seen use a sword before teaches someone else how to use a sword yeah, in a day doing and teaching are very different yeah yeah, this is bad. This is really bad. Well, and I guess that's also if they wanted to change on his character to make her into a sword fighter, similar to how they made Snow White mm-hmm. into a like a bandit that can use a bow mm-hmm. and arrow. Great, but they don't actually ever show us that either. I'd also believe this more if like replace Anna with Mulan, then I'd maybe buy this. Yeah, I maybe just, I'd buy this. I just yeah, I don't know. Um, I did appreciate that. Um, very very charming in character when he when someone else is threatened he steps up yeah i also like i i this is the same problem i had with rumple and zelina when we get that really nice story about the meat pies i was like that's a great story but i don't buy that you would open up to Mm -hmm. zelina like this i in no way shape or form buy that he would just tell the story about his drunken father who and that story actually kind of confused me. He drunk himself to death in a night? So it's, I think what he described was that his father told his mother that he was going to change and mm-hmm. he wasn't going to drink anymore and he needed to do it mm-hmm. because of his son. Mm-hmm. And then he gets in a, a cart crash. Like he had to go to town to sell something or whatever. Mm-hmm. Probably some of their farm stuff. You know, you sell farm stuff. Farm, farmer's market. You go to the farmer's market. Um, and he, I think we're supposed to, we're supposed to think he was drunk and he crashed the cart and died. Like it fell into a ravine. But he said for 13 days he didn't, like it made, he made it sound like it was like one night he fell off the wagon, literally, and uh-huh. then he died. One yeah. night of drunkenness? Well, I don't think, I think he died because the wagon fell into a ravine. And he couldn't swim out? I don't think there was water. I think he, he fell off a cliff. Oh. <laughs> and they found his body later? Yeah. Huh. And the assumption was he was drunk. Yeah. And it's, I think Charming said it smelled like he was drunk. Yeah, which. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, what a weird story. But yeah, I just, that that's a very personal, intimate story. No, you're right. For him to be telling a woman that he's met 24 hours ago. Really? Yeah. Now, if you told a story like Snow White, I get it, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, because they're building that relationship. Or even Abigail, right? Because they're like betrothed. But Anna? Eh. No. 
Yeah. That's literally all I have. I mean, the other part is that Anna gets the name of Rumpel from sure. Ruth, which is a callback to the deal, and then Rumpel was watching the whole time and giggles. Yeah. Not nearly enough Rumpel in this episode. Not nearly enough Rumpel or Regina in this episode. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we can be done with this flashback. Great. Storybrook. Um, there were some good lines in this episode. You did call that out. Yeah, there were. Um, I'll see you in three hours for your midnight shrieking. I'm not a parent, but I feel like all parents can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I also love as Henry's building that little like care package for Regina, oh, yeah. and he said he Googled what to put into like a thing, and he's like, "Well, it didn't talk about your boyfriend's wife time traveling back from the past, but close enough." It's funny because <laughs> the way he says that. <clears throat> almost sounded like a slap at Emma. I don't think it's meant to be that way. But when he says it, it's almost like, oh yeah, but you can't really factor in the fact that you did this. I don't think he's really saying that, but like the way that it is said at that time is kind of weird. I think that he... <clears throat> I think that he would have said... Because he said that the wife time traveled back from the past. He did. And that's what he, he said. He didn't say, you brought. Yeah. I don't even know if he knows that. I think it was probably obvious from the confrontation that occurred. Not necessarily, though, because remember that nothing explosive happens between um, Regina and Emma. Like, they have an argument, but it's not really made clear to anyone whose fault it is unless you're already in the know. That's true. Yeah. Although, I mean, I think, like, because they bring her to Granny's Diner. Yeah. And they're, like, kind of... Like, she's, like, having a drink and, like, talking to people. I don't know if she was talking to Henry. Yeah. But I think, like, Emma would have said, like, this is Marion. She came with us. Sure, but that's very different than, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, someone who came with as opposed to, I decided to, yeah. you right? Like, yeah. no, that's Regina fair. knows that it was all Emma's call as opposed to, like, uh-huh. this person happened to, like, more circumstance, I would say. Yeah, like, she, she jumped through the portal with us. Like Elsa, right? Like, they didn't yeah. choose to bring Elsa. Right. She just happened to come. Mm-hmm. I think Marion might be being framed in his mind as that, oh, you just had a mm-hmm. visitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, and then Emma, you said she tried to make a joke out of it? Did she think it was really for her, or was she making a joke? I was unclear. I'm not sure. I I don't know, but I think that... Because she can't have thought that was for her. That would be really weird. I feel like she was maybe trying to make a joke, but I don't know. Because, like, you have a hook who pines for you. Everyone knows it's not for you. (laughs) Who you don't even want, apparently. I'm unclear on that, too. They're quite physical in this episode. I think you and I used the word physical very differently. Well, I mean, they don't, like bang on screen because we never get to see anybody do that i I don't need to see them bang on screen but like they don't really touch no they hold hands is that what you think he carries her out of the hugs her after she comes out of the thing they they are very touchy he carries her out but that that seems more like in a save you manner not as in like a relationship they even explicitly show like they're holding hands and then she like re-threads their fingers like they like have a shot of that I think we're like meant to they're they're touchy feely people I mean agreed Emma is still being really weird about (laughs) fuck Hook's intentions what are Emma's intentions with Hook (laughs) does anyone know that including Emma (laughs) I don't think so Um, I also do love the line when like that's a little old fashioned even for me and I pay in doubloons (laughs) 
yeah, that was... I thought it was funny that David tried to give Hook, like, a dad talk. I don't think it was a dad talk, though. I think his point is that, like, we know who you are. And he's not wrong. That is his reputation. I mean, he bragged about having a many a man's wives. That's true. But he's just a bad... He is a bad guy. Yes, he has changed, but, like, the Hook that they know... Is a, a womanizing pirate. Well, and I think that's fair, too, because I was I was going to argue with you, because I was like, no, I don't know that David is, is the, like, going back on the, like, hook, you're an evil villain. But you're right that, like, he has no reason to believe that Hook might, uh, might not have the same feelings towards women that yeah. he's always had. Or, like, maybe he is, it's just about the conquest. Yeah. Like, it's the challenge and the thrill, and yeah. then maybe he's saying, like, what happens when you get you, when you win, and then you move on to your next challenge. Good answer, Hook. His answer was very good. What was his answer? His answer was, um, whatever we become, it's up to her as much as me, and I wouldn't risk my life for someone that I saw as loot. Which is funny because he would. Because he would risk his life for two things. Love and revenge. But that's what he said. And later he also realizes that there's other things that he would risk his life for. No, there's a third thing. Himself. That's it. He literally (laughs) closes the door at himself. If there's one thing, unfortunately, we know about Hook is that his motivations are very rarely convoluted. Like, he's very simplistic. I want Emma Swan and I want nothing else. I want this and I want to kill the Dark One and nothing else. So he's pretty easy to figure out, unfortunately. He's not deep. The man is shallow <laughs> like a kiddie pool. I wish that weren't true. There were so many opportunities to make that not be the case. Hey. Um, Captain Swan. I, li- I actually quite like the B-plot in this episode. The, like, what are we calling the B-plot? The, like, Snow is the mayor and has to figure out how to turn the power back on. It's very small. It's funny. Like, I just, I like it. It is the flickering light in a sea of darkness. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, they revealed something very interesting. You cast the curse, so now you're the mayor. Yes, apparently it's, uh, it's not a vote. It's a... Yeah. I thought it was election-based or something. Nope. Apparently you cast it. You're in charge now. Yep. Do we ever come back to this? Yeah. So Snow is the mayor. Yep. Madam Margaret? Madam Madam Mayor Mayor Margaret? Because they sometimes say, like, uh, Madam, or, no, it's Madam Mayor, but I thought I've heard Mayor Mills. Yeah. So Mayor. Blanchard? Or. Charming? Charming. What is Charming's last name? I don't know if he has one. Nolan, I guess, but David in the Enchanted Forest does not have a last name. David Shepherd. <laughs> Shepherd's boy. Yeah, maybe. Um, yes, we will come back to okay. to Snow as Mayor. Can I get a Snow versus Regina Mayor off election? I'd watch that. It'd be a fun episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yep, you're the mayor now. This is your curse. And they really are upset about the blackout. And apparently it's the mayor's job to fix a blackout. (laughs) I I feel like we owe Regina an apology. Because back in season one, we kept saying, like, you don't need to be involved in this. Like, why are you here when, like, a mine collapses? Like, this is ridiculous. And apparently, three seasons later, they do expect the mayor to fix everything. So, our bad. Sorry, Regina, you were right. You should just be everywhere. Yeah, like, who works in this power plant that Snow is at? No one. Like, why aren't they there? 
That's a great question. Why aren't they fixing it? Why isn't anyone doing anything? <laughs> it's very confusing. I don't... I don't understand. Um, I love when Snow finally snaps and she, like, yells at them about some stuff. Stop saying letters! You've survived your entire life without light bulbs. Buy a flashlight! Oh. I'm starting to understand why Regina was evil. <laughs> Had me howling. Like, I was like, this is amazing. Like, you have pushed Snow to the point where she's like, I wish you could all die. Like, yeah. that's amazing. This That's a mother who's on three hours of sleep and is done with your bullshit. Yeah. And a mayor that is expected to do things that make no sense for a mayor to do. Mayors are not required to be qualified in electrical power grids. They are in Storybrooke. Ridiculous. Yeah. No, Snow Snow brought the, the funny and the entertainment and the levity and the rage. Yeah, the rage. Yeah. Oh, I did have a um, hook had a line that I thought was funny that felt very me saying, like, you kill them one at a time. When Oh, yeah! <laughs> when they're talking about the wall, David's like, keep us in. Why? And Hook says, kill us all one by one. That's what I would do. Yeah. That is very you. Thanks. Which is funny because I never really considered that Hook was a cold-blooded, ruthless killer like that. I don't know that he is. I think he just knows that if he needed some information, that's what he would do. Remember back when he kidnapped Archie and you didn't think he was going to kill him? Yeah. You still think that way? Yeah. I think this episode may have proved you wrong. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, Anna, oh, sorry, Emma and Elsa. It's okay. I mix up the two. They're equally annoying to me. Hmm. Um, Elsa trying to be imperious is kind of ridiculous. Imperious? Yeah, like when she's trying to pretend like, like, so Emma gets trapped inside the wall with her. And Emma's like, why don't you put the wall down? And Elsa's like, because I don't want to. So did she block the town intentionally? Because it made it seem like she did it with intent at first. She did. She definitely did it with intent at first because she said, no one one can leave until I figure out where I am. So she has some control. Yes, yeah, I mean, yeah, yes, she has some control. But not totally, yeah. I mean, that, this- that, I mean, just like Emma's magic is sometimes, her ability to use it is inconsistent. Like, I think when you don't have full control of something, like when you're feeling, like, confident about something, like she's like, found evidence of Anna, gotta keep out of everyone from leaving. She's like, okay, put this up. And then, like, she gets scared. Like, the scene where... Emma's trying to talk to her and then like Hook and Charming come forward. Emma's trying to keep them back and they don't listen. Um, <laughs> and like the even the cinematography in the scene. Like Wait, Elsa, you mean when she's trying to keep them back after she's already over there herself? Yeah. Okay. Um, and they don't listen. Um, like the, the cinematography of the scene is like from Elsa's perspective. Yeah. And like she's like seeing like Hook's hook. Like she's scared. Yeah. And then she like then she's like too scared to like control her magic anymore. Huh. I understand why her parents wanted to control this. <laughs> Makes more sense. But the, but also I what they did just made it worse. Die? <laughs> that too. <laughs> like isolating her and like putting gloves on her and telling her never to use her magic was definitely not the way to like help her control her magic. Are you implying that the answer is not to just tell people to stop using magic? Cause I've got three seasons worth of uh, podcasts that would imply otherwise from you. <laughs> really? 
Now we're on team don't use magic, huh? Again, mm-hmm. the using the magic for good things is fine. Mm. But when you can't control yourself in mm. terms of whether or not you're going to murder people, mm-hmm. that's the not using magic thing. So like Elsa, who cannot control her magic and could murder people accidentally. Could murder people accidentally, sure. but isn't going to do so on purpose. So you think it matters if you murder someone accidentally or purposeful as far as safety? I well, at least you needs- killed me accidentally! Like, I, I don't- think she needs magical training. Uh, so now the Rumpel idea of just train him is okay. Just train who? Because I had said, instead of just taking Rumpel's magic away and going to land without magic, we should just do magical training. And you're like, well, no, that's ridiculous. I think that you, like, fundamentally don't understand that, like, using magic for evil is, like, an addiction that Rumple has. Sure. But I think the outcome ultimately is the same if you can't control it and you're harming people. Intent is meaningless to me if but you're both going to kill people. The type of control that we're talking about is very different. Like, Rumple had full control like of his abilities. Like, he has bloodlust and he can kill people. She is, like, a loose cannon who's just going to be shooting off magic and can't control it. Yes, the intent is different, but the end result is that there's, there's a threat. Like, yes, but because the intent is different, the treatment is also different. Why? Because that's how things work. No. You determine things based on threat. Like, if you're both a threat, we deal with both of you. Take the magic away from both of them. I mean, sure. Uh, one way to deal with a threat is just to eliminate the threat. Hey, I'm all for killing it. <laughs> you know I'm you know I'm for a good execution here. But there's also, like, other ways to deal with that. But actually, I mean, technically the way that their parents were trying to do it was the right way. Until we can figure this out, don't use this shit is pretty reasonable. But it's also not just don't use this shit. They literally, like, kept her in her room well, all the time. because she could kill people at any time. I mean, unless I'm misunderstanding this, she has no control over this, right? She doesn't have no control, and making her isolated and scared makes it worse. For her, but it doesn't make it worse for everyone else. No, it does make it worse for everyone else. How? Because then she just, like, uses her magic uncontrollably. But she's isolated, right? Oh my god, you're a bad human. Because I don't want an uncontrollable ice cannon to be out there everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, bad human me. You're a a dangerous threat. Sorry. Where are we? I don't know. You're defending the, the woman who's a loose cannon, so... I think we were talking at the ice wall. The ice wall. Which, ah, oh, what a... So, also, were they able to leave before then? I don't know. That's a great question. I assumed no, but now it seems like yes. It seems to have implied that they could have left now. But now they can't leave because somebody else put up the wall or is keeping the wall up, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. It's bad. Um, I thought it was interesting, too, that interesting and bad, that they tried to, because they were trying to connect the storybook story and the flashback, that they made David be the one to connect with Elsa. And, like, obviously that person should be Emma. Like, they have a moment, actually, where Emma talks about, like, I have trouble controlling my powers, too. Like, I just learned that I had these and I, like, had a hard time. And then, like, because they were shoehorning in this, like, surviving isn't living thing, they had David be the one to talk to her. And, like, I I mean, I, like, there was nothing wrong with, like, the acting or anything. I just was like, this doesn't, 
I'm, quit, quit you wording this message. The characters feel redundant. Like, it feels like every conversation that David is having with, like, Elsa feels like a similar conversation she, he would just have with Emma. And at that yeah. point, why don't we just have the conversation with Emma? Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll find your family is a conversation you could very easily see them having with mm-hmm. Emma. Or we don't know how to control your powers. Like, do we actually need the Frozen characters? Couldn't we just have Emma's powers going out of control and then we're just working to train her? Yeah, I mean, probably that would be fine. Yeah, I mean, what, I don't... It's, yeah, I don't know. It's not, it's not good. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, redundancy of my least favorite character makes this really bad. <laughs> I don't need three of them. This is called hell. Like, three Rumples? That's interesting. Three Reginas? Ooh, boy, that's a lot of murder. Three Emmas? That's a lot of murder. <laughs> I did love when they go find Bo Peep and they're like, where's this, where's Anna? Like, you branded her. Where is she? And she's like, I branded a lot of people. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, you know what's interesting too? Because we're not that far removed from seeing like Regina in the past, Bo Peep just doesn't come off as like intimidating to me. Especially... Agreed. Yeah. And I also, like, thinking about it from David's perspective, it, it like, that would be very intimidating. Sure. But we don't ever see it, hear about it before this, hear about it after this. And I'm not saying that we need, like, a half-season arc where no. there's Bo Peep. But something... Previously, when we heard about David's struggles with the farm, it was always... I don't have enough money. Yeah, financial. Like, like mm-hmm. the farm isn't fruitful enough, mm-hmm. and that, like, he, and now all of a sudden there's this whole other thing. Like, all, all he would have had to have said was like, "Oh, also, there's like fucking thugs around here that like take all of our money." <laughs> um, or like, um, remember in the episode where Rumpel becomes the Dark One? That guy they did a good job of establishing like why he's such a threat. Like he's a what a duke? I want to say it was, mm-hmm. and he's got the Dark One under his control, and he's 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 got an army. You know, like. He's a bad... And then he does bad things. Like, he makes him kiss his boot, and you can kind of just tell he's a piece of shit. Like, they establish him pretty well, whereas, like, Bo Peep... I don't know. It looks kind of dumb here. The other thing that's annoying is I feel like this episode somewhat invalidates the Shepherd episode, where David, like, kind of fights that dragon. And either way is ridiculous in David just, like, <laughs> learned how to do shit in no time flat. Uh, but this also, like... The, apparently he already knew how to use a sword. Yeah, he was a good sword fighter. Um, that he learned how to do in a day. Um, and I don't... Like, I think that that episode was the episode of him coming into his own and, like, yeah. learning how to be a hero. And all of a sudden he, like, already knew how to do that here. And, and Rumple knew that because he was watching yeah. them. So that means when Rumple and David are having the conversation, Rumple would have been like, I already know you know how to sword fight. Yeah. Which, look, I get that, like... In a show like this, as you start doing more and more flashbacks, the deeper you go back in time, there's going to be some inconsistencies. Yeah. But a fundamental character like David, you shouldn't be messing this up. Like, we didn't... And we didn't need to go here. We could have just said, they're having financial troubles. Got to figure something out. Yeah. It's silly. Yeah. Um... Can we talk about Henry? Yeah, we can talk about Henry. I'm done with pretty much everyone in Storybrooke besides the Charmings. Yeah, same. Um, I don't understand, and maybe you do, what Regina's logic is on this. So she's logic. grieving. Uh-huh. I get that. Totally makes sense that she doesn't want to see Emma or Charming or Snow because their love would make her sick right now. But wouldn't 
your son be like the one person who comforts you here? Yeah, okay. So something I was struggling with here is uh, isolating yourself is a reaction that many people have when they are grieving. And I would also buy that Regina might have that, even from Henry. But Regina is dressed and wearing makeup. Like, if we're talking like Regina is grieving, like she should be in bed. And it wouldn't necessarily even be like, Henry, you can't come here. It's more like she's not talking to anyone. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would buy Regina has shut down. Yes. So, like, she, like Henry comes around, but, like, she can just tell that, like, you're not saying anything, yeah. you're not dealing with it. Exactly. Like, Regina just going about her day and pretending that nothing ever happened seems exactly the way she would process this. Yeah. Two, no pajamas and no Ben and Jerry's in this episode. Oh Do you know how amazing that would have been to see, like, a disheveled Regina Mills scooping ice cream, which would have actually tied in to what we see later. Mm-hmm. And then she's just, like, watching bad movies on television and crying and just... Yeah. Could have brought the funny again. And then Henry's like, oh, this is worse than I thought. Could have been great. Instead, we just great. get... And, like, I just... Yeah. I don't know. We, we spent too much time with her saying Henry is the sole important thing in her life. Yeah, and I feel like Emma... Like, that conversation that Emma and Henry had at Granny's, where Emma was, like, trying to comfort him because he was upset... I feel like Emma was reaching to, like, try to explain Regina's behavior. And maybe, like, maybe she was right, but there's no... We actually don't know what's going on. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't even learn it from Regina's perspective. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm not saying that, like, it would... It makes sense to me that Emma would try to come up with an explanation and try to explain it to Henry. And it's even fine if it's not right. But then we, like, don't really get to... uh, Like, we don't understand what's going on with Regina. When that raven showed up, I actually thought Regina was hiding something. And it had nothing to do with her grieving. And Mm. it was, in fact, she was working with Sydney to try to find the thing. And she doesn't want Henry to see the side Uh of it. That, to me, makes more sense for how she's behaved yeah that would make sense then she's just sad because if she's sad henry would actually bring her joy yeah like that is the one thing that would bring her some joy now maybe she doesn't want to deal with everyone else and that totally makes sense i get that but even what we saw was like a woman who's fully dressed seems relatively normal i don't know yeah I mean, we did get that lovely speech that Henry makes at the door where he's like, he says, you can give up on yourself, but I'm not going to give up on you. And then he says some other nice things. And then he says, and I miss my room. I mean, he has a point. Like, he lives here, too. He hasn't lived there in a long time. On and off. I think they're in a shared shared custody. You may want that to be true, but we really haven't seen that. I mean, we did. Like, I mean, obviously, it was Peter Pan. But he, he did stay with her. I know, but that's the point is it was so weird mm. that both of them even mentioned that, like, I knew something was wrong because he never wants to do that. He doesn't really stay with her anymore. Like, he may come over, but, like, mm. we haven't seen, like, truthfully, I don't think we've seen them spend time together. That's actually one of my complaints of 3B. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, and also, like, we usually see him with the Charmings in their loft. I think you've talked about how, like, crowded it is in there because they don't have I any I still doors. don't know where he sleeps. In the bed with Emma? That's weird. I mean, I only know of two beds. One upstairs, one downstairs. Because why would Mary Margaret have more than two beds? I don't know. And we know where Charming and Mary Margaret sleep. And there are no doors. They know they have a door in the bathroom. In the bathroom. I mean, I feel like you need a door in the bathroom. Yes. Gotta gotta poop in privacy. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, Not nearly, not nearly enough for Gina in this episode. No. I did when Emma, like, when they bring come back to the loft and Emma is, um, 
like Henry's like I'm so glad you're back he says I was already down to one mother and I won't go lower than that good line (laughs) really good line you'll probably hear us mention that again when we get to top lines this season yeah uh yeah uh and then we get the kind of the coda with any given Sunday great name for great name great name for an ice cream shop you know what that's a pun off of right yeah any given Sunday, like football, the movie. I, just, I, I know stuff. I don't know. Your, I mean, sometimes you know a lot of sports stuff. Sometimes you don't. There also, in season seven, there is a food truck that has a fucking amazing name. I think I remember this. And I <laughs> love it. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. No, I think it did. Um, I really like Henry saving Regina from herself. Like, I actually yeah, thought that no, was good. No, I think good, that's good. Um, I think that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's this other villain, I guess, that has ice powers. Why? Who? Who is this? Why are we introducing her already? Why? Why are we ruining the mystery always? <laughs> it's too crowded right now. There's a lot of threads that they're pulling at, and a lot of them are interesting, but they keep focusing on the ones I really don't give a yeah. shit about. Where's Anna? Don't care. She could be at the bottom of the ocean. I don't give a fuck. Elsa controlling her powers. I don't give a fuck. This new mystery ice person. I don't give a fuck. You know what I do care about? The book, which we don't see. That's interesting. The hat, which we don't see. I kind of want to know what the hell is going on with Captain Swan. We get a little bit of that. It seems like they... Oh my god, what? Say that again? I don't like it. But at this point, you're going to force me to watch it for two and a half seasons. Tell me what's going on. It's like you said. Like (laughs) I may not like it, but i got to finish the story. I'd like to know what the hell is going on with Robin. That would have been interesting. All those interesting threads. More Henry and Regina would have been great. Great things. But we shove those to the side for some cheap marketing ploy. Why do I give a shit about this woman? Is this character from Frozen? No. There's no Ice Witch in Frozen? No. I mean, she is from a thing. From a thing, but not their thing. Um, sort of. We can talk about that when we learn more information. Fine. (laughs) I mean, I'm not defending it as a good thing. I'm just saying it's a thing. She's from a fairy tale. Though. She's from a fairy tale. Okay. Yeah. Not just a made up character. Yeah. Because I've never heard of her. Not yeah. that I know fairy tales that well. Anything else? No. All right. Wait, before we go into this, now that we've talked about it, now do you see why I feel like it's the worst episode? No, we've yeah. Seen? I, I think I agree that it's the worst episode. Cool. I think I agree with that. Cool. Um. Okay. Favorite moment. I actually have four. Um, and all of them are the only things that I liked about this episode. I have one, but it's three different sections. Okay. It's all one person. It's okay. everything. Is, well, I have two favorite moments, actually. One favorite moment individual is at the end with Henry, when he basically forces Regina to see him. Uh-huh. That I thought was very sweet. Yeah. And then basically Snow White being Snow White was great this episode. Yep. All of her interactions I loved. Yeah, I guess the Regina and Henry is kind of like the C plot. So the B plot and the C oh, plot yeah. were significantly better than the A plot. By far. Yep, agreed. Um, yeah, I have the same Henry, um, Henry like talking to Regina at the door. The snows, you lived your entire life without electricity by a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was already down to one mother and I won't go lower than that. And I actually do have one from the A plot, which I... I and I'm sad that they didn't focus on this, but the Emma and Elsa bonding about their like powers was intriguing to me, and then we just kind of stopped talking about it, Hmm. and it was all about charming. (laughs) 
It felt shoehorned into me, like almost like the same thing of like, but I just don't need Elsa for this. Like we could just do this with him and I'd be good. Um, actually, my probably my favorite line was, "I'm starting to understand why Regina was evil when Snow just snaps." <laughs> yeah, that's a really good one. It was just so hilarious. Yeah. She's like, "I'm so sick and tired of you people," and they're just flabbergasted, like, and they just leave. Yeah, I mean, you should be scared. Yeah. Most ridiculous moment. I have three. Uh, All I, of them are concepts rather than moments. I only have one, so go ahead. David's hair. <laughs> Um, it is ridiculous. I still want that hair. Yeah, I could see that. That's yeah. fitting for you. It is. Um, just how the shoehorning of like trying to connect the flashback and the front. It's, I, they used to be so good at this, and it's terrible. And my third one is Bo Peep as a warlord. <laughs> I actually think that's probably the least ridiculous of the three. It's just so funny. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> not wrong. Um, yeah, I just don't buy that Regina would not want to be with Henry. Mm, that yeah. isn't who I know Regina Mills to be. Yeah, I think that's a good one. That's that's ridiculous just as a premise. I think all the other things, totally fair. Not want to see anyone, being very hurt. You know, like, like we said, I would love to see disheveled Regina just because it would have been wild. But, no, no. Loser. I had a hard time with this. Um, but I picked Henry. Oh, even though he figures it out in the end? He does, but this is the first time that I think we've really seen Henry pissed off. Yeah. Like, he's not, like, we've seen him without hope after Graham dies, but when he's kind of in the um, grannies, he's he's pissed that his mom won't see him. He doesn't really want anything to do with Emma, which I couldn't tell if he was pissed at her or not. I'm still unclear at that. Like, it didn't seem like he should be mad at her, but he seemed like he was just like, go away. I don't want to mm-hmm. deal with you right now. So he just seemed, like, frustrated. And, yeah, he does figure it out in, like, the very end. But most of the episode, he seems angry. Yeah, which is a very fair. unusual place for Henry to be. We don't get that from him. Yeah. I also just didn't know who... I mean, honestly, the real loser is probably us. I, I chose Bo Peep. <laughs> That's a fine one. <laughs> um, yeah, she was an awesome warlord. And with her two knights? With her two knights. Um... And she gets beat by a shepherd who yesterday didn't know how to use a sword. You know why I didn't choose Bo Peep? Because she doesn't matter. Because I forgot about her. Yeah, that's I fair. just don't think about her at all. That's fair. Though your points um, are correct. And her life seems kind of shitty in Storybrooke. Because she's a butcher? Yeah, she now butchers her lamps. Well, being a butcher. Oh, okay, that's it. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Did not think of that. So is the real loser the lambs? Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Bo Peep is my loser. Okay. Who's your winner? I have two. I have one. Uh, is yours Charming? Yeah. Yeah. I also have Charming. I, I mean, even though I think it is dumb, (laughs) he saved the day. He He got Emma out because he helped Elsa to believe in herself. Um, so bad. And he um, defeated Bo Peep and stood up for himself and yeah. learned how to use a sword in one day. He learned how to use a sword in one day. That's Char- winning. This is the origin of Charming the Avenger. Yeah. No, I don't disagree with that. But, I mean, there's a second winner. It's our new mayor. <laughs> she, do- she does. She turns the power back on in a town where there are no workers at this power factory. And power she station. does all this while holding baby Neil. It's true. Which, I uh, wanted to point this out, during one of the little closed captioning, you should always watch this closed captioning, um, when Baby Neil cries. It doesn't just say crying, it says, Baby Neil cries. <laughs> 
Yeah, the um, closed captions are supposed to do that when it's when you're not seeing the lips moving. So like when mm. so you're, you hear someone speaking off screen. That's reasonable. If you couldn't hear it, you wouldn't sure. know who was talking. That makes sense. Yeah, that's why in Orange is the New Black, whenever the one of the guards who has a name, but they all call Porn Stash. That is, it's like my favorite. In the subtitles, it'll say Porn Stash laughs or like Porn Stash. Nice. I think his name is Mendez, but no one ever calls him that. Porn Just Porn Stash. Is a name. Um, boy, I completely lost my thought there. It's fine. Now I'm laughing about Porn Stash. What are you looking forward to next week? Not a goddamn thing. I um, I have one that is legitimate. Yeah. This episode ends with Rumpel giggling, which makes me believe that we will get more Rumpel in the next episode. You know, I almost put my favorite moment as the moment this episode ended. <laughs> Um, you know, so truthfully, if, if I'm being honest about things I'm looking forward to, it's the things that we saw in the first episode. I want to know more about the book. Uh-huh. And I want to know more about the hat. Uh-huh. We didn't touch on any of that here, but what are those things? Like, those are the kind of, like, the mysteries that they set up. Um, I wish I cared about Anna. I don't. I don't really care where she's at in the present day. Um, yeah, I'm kind of curious on what this villain is. I, okay, so the next episode is Rocky Road. <laughs> that's corny yeah and the yes. one after that is called the apprentice Ooh, oh and no in that one we get more hat but i yeah. don't know what happens in the next episode it's probably nothing to do with rumple again so we're gonna Great. go two straight episodes without really a rumple focus Sweet. that's awesome i wrote who is the ice queen question mark not because that itself is a question yeah. but because i feel like i'm supposed to care about that <laughs> also they made these ice powers seem more threatening like couldn't we just use some fire and melt it and turn it into water i think i don't know yeah. i think that maybe magical fire would work but yeah. i don't think that regular fire no would that's work. fair but like that's why like, grumpo was like well i could just like get rid of it with a thought like yeah, yeah let's just like melt it yeah i, I mean know. it would be a big water rush but okay you could probably figure it out from there all right well clearly we're excited we're getting closer to 4b which is great two down nine to go yeah something like that there's there are a couple other moments that we really like in this half season i just you know i think what bothers me the most about this is that these are the episodes that set the tone for the season right like yeah. this is how you kind of build as to what is going to happen later and the first episode was bad but at least did give us something to look forward to then what the hell was this? Well, and they did the thing again that they were doing in 3B. Like, they were like, Elsa can't bring down the wall. And she's like, nobody else has powers like mine. And then, like, two seconds later, they show us who that is. You know who would have been really helpful for someone for Regina to talk to in this episode? Who? Someone who knows what it's like to deal with loss. Someone who knows what it's like to have, like, a loved one stolen from you. Neil. Yeah. He would have been great but he's dead. Yeah. Well, please be sure to join us next time when we watch Season 4, Episode 3, Rocky Road. We will see you next time. <laughs>